It's six o'clock. Always a good time to call Baird Brothers. Traditional craftsmanship, timeless style. Online at BairdBrothers.com. News Radio 570, WKBN, Youngstown's News, Weather, and Talk Station. Here's what's happening in the Valley. Good afternoon, I'm A.C. Jepson. Youngstown police say they were able to track down suspects in the murder of Marion Bugdahl because of previous reports that Bugdahl made to police. Police say that Alex New and Jonathan Figuera broke into Bugdahl's home on Bennington Avenue Thursday and shot him when he confronted them. His body was found Sunday. Also under arrest is Fred Nolasco, who police say had the gun used to shoot the man. Bond is set this morning at $500,000 for a man from Iowa who warned police a stabbed another man to death during a fight Saturday night. It happened at North Park Avenue in Washington Street, and a witness tells 27 First News that at first he thought the two men were just playing around. And then he put the guy to the ground. He was on his, had his hand to his throat. He kept saying, I give up, I give up, you know. And then I guess when he got stabbed, he said, call 911. 24-year-old RTM Brodeur was arrested. He is charged with the murder of Michael Crevis. Ohio National Guard troops are in Youngstown to do some work to make Youngstown safer. About 50 members of the 112th Engineer Battalion based near Cleveland will spend two weeks in Youngstown to tear down vacant houses. 28 vacant houses, mostly on the south side, are being torn down by the Guardsmen. The work will save the city of Youngstown about $159,000. The Guard will use the former Sheridan School as their base of operations. Tom Moore reporting. And police in Niles were called out Sunday night to a report of a woman overdosing on drugs. And inside the house they found the woman and her 9-year-old son living in filth. It was almost impossible to walk through the house because there was so much furniture and garbage and clothing piled up everywhere through the house. It was almost uh, impassable even just to walk to try to get access to where the, the, the nine-year-old was asleep. 32-year-old India Thornhill could face charges. Her son is now in the care of other family members. From the entrance experts are Kashmiri and Associates News Center, I'm Macy Jepson on Youngstown Warren's only news radio, 570 WKBN. Our next update at 6.30. Just ahead, more stimulating talk from the O'Charlie's Digital Studios. 9.99 menu, nine great meals, one great price. O'Charlie's. Cool your home this summer. Call Massa Heating in Girard, your factory authorized Bryant dealer. Now, the Storm Team 27 forecast. Rain will let up for some time, but there are more showers in the forecast for the evening. Around 10 p.m., expect more thunderstorms throughout the early morning. Expected temperature high of 80 degrees around 7 p.m., and then will dip down to a low of 67. Again, a high of 80 degrees with a low of 67. Temperature 66 degrees. The following is a paid program and does not necessarily represent the views of iHeartMedia. Securities and advisory services offered through Investicorp, member FINRA SIPC. Information provided during the J. Arnold Wealth Management Company show is intended for informational purposes only and should not be considered advice. Please consult with your own investment advisor or tax advisor before making any investment decisions. This is the J. Arnold Wealth Management Show. And live and in person hey. in our studio here tonight, uh, sporting his white uh, white top, it's the one and only John Arnold. Hi. Hey, how are you? I'm doing well. Nice to see you. You tell the audience you're sporting your grizzly beard? Uh, uh, beard? Yeah, my beard, yes. Dude, you're the man. Uh, yes. You got a beard working. That's right. There's, well, it's not going to be a long one, that's for sure. It's just going to stay short. All right, all right. All you know right, what I mean, right? right? Is good. that okay look, with you? You look wise. Uh, do I? You sophisticated? Rise, rise, you, do, you went from Ronnie Cakes 
to old wise Ron. You know what, John? I was contemplating the meaning of life. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, let me tell you what my answer was. I'm still a little bit confused and that kind of stuff. Well, are these good times or bad times for John Arnold Wealth Management? Surprisingly enough, they're very aggravating times. Now, this uh, this is what I love. Folks, I live for this. Let me hear. I know you do. So, you know, the market is being, you know, it's touch and go all-time high, and then it will pull back three, 400 points, all-time high, pull back three, four. You're, you're at all-time highs, and we, we've got a lot of deposits and assets in the past three months. You know, people are, you know, for whatever reason, people are, you know, they're in our strategies, and uh, the market's up. People are feeling good about themselves, good about the economy, et cetera. So, you know, business has been good, and business has been good for other financial advisors and banks. So, you know, these deposits that have been coming in, I've been having to fight the clients off to say, hey, "Listen, we got to play this safe," <clears throat> and 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 you know they get the they get clouded a little bit, miraged uh, when they see a market high, and <clears throat> what they don't get is if they just wait two three days, you'll see the pullback. So you might have gained for a couple of days, but then you would have just gave it all back a couple of days later. So what I'm trying to do is play discipline, and unfortunately, when you have a client's money and and they're anxious to see what you can do and. You know they want you to put your foot in the water, and I, I gotta stay. I gotta stay strong. I'm telling you, I've, I've, I promised myself that I would never do this again. I, I've got clients' money and market highs over the past 15, 16 years, and every single time that that I've that I've bit into that, are you going to put me in something? Are you going to get the money working, et cetera? Every single time, we come out with a three or four percent loss in the first quarter. And How do the it, clients it like that? It, oh <laughs> man, it makes the it makes the relationship so salty. And and now you got four percent just to you know just to make over the hurdle, just to break even. And then and then sometimes it's in, in a bad market like last January, you know minus eight to eight eighteen percent. If you let the clients money in, it's just a terrible time to invest money w- with market highs. So you want what I'm looking for is a four or five percent pullback, uh, which I think is imminent. And I've been saying that now, and this this very slight mini correction it really hasn't started yet. But I will say the market hasn't gained either. It's so it's been treading water, and um, it'd go up, go down. Yeah, it's, yeah. And we had a couple of disastrous days last week, but then we had a wonderful day at the end of the week. So it gained all of its. It gave in its negatives back too. But really, if you've invested the money at the beginning of June, you have not made any ground on your money other than dividends. So <clears throat> when I say frustrated, I know that's not the sexiest. Uh, story for you, but I am very frustrated because I want to. For me, it, you know, you got to strike with iron top. When I get a client, seventy percent of our clients are coming to us uh, because they're pissed off. So, in, in what sense? They're with pissed the, off at the bank. They're pissed off at the other guy or their other team or whoever that was managing their money prior. Or to. somebody that's one of your clients tells them what they're doing. That or that too. I mean, word of mouth. Yeah. yeah. But <laughs> what I'm saying is, so when they come in for the initial interview. I have to break down this wall uh, of anxiety, and I have to break down this wall of, um, you know, I don't know what the right word is for, but I guess anxiety would be the, the key word there, um, to, to say, listen, you know, you got to give me a fresh start, a fresh strategy, new strategy. So they're excited. By the end of the conversation, okay, where do I sign up? Let's get the money working, et cetera. Let's see what you can do, John. Let's see if you're even 25% as good as you think you are, et cetera. And then I call and tell them, you know, they call me two weeks later, hey, this money's still in cash. And I have to tell them, you know, I, I, I'm having cash because I care. I'm telling you, I, I looked at the charts the past nine times when market was at these volumes. 
Same technical analysis charts, and the son of a gun, sure enough, has gone to down at least 4 or 5%, so i got to play it safe. Now, <clears throat> we could do some stock picking. Stock picking is what I love to do, but stock picking is, you're, is only good as your last good stock pick. So, like right now, and, and so this is one of my favorite clients, is, her name is Josephine Shirt. Um, she has a question, you know, she had a question for me, and this will relate to a lot of clients. Like we bought, we bought Tesla, made a bunch of money. It's it's pulled back. She's a very smart investor, and, she, and instead of saying, "Well, let's sell," because of the anxiety, she's saying, "Well, how do you know when to get some more?" And that's exactly what I was thinking. For, you know, forget selling. Let me let me get some dollar cost averaging going. But I want to wait for it to dollar cost average up. So <clears throat> I have to call her back today personally. But why I have why why have her on the radio? You could I this applies to all investment advisors or, or people managing their own account is you don't want a good dollar cost average down dollar cost averaging down is when you think <clears throat> you keep buying it buying it buying and it keeps falling and falling falling like a falling knife what you're looking for is at the baseline so fall 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 flat and then you're looking for what's called higher highs and higher lows and that's when you want to start dumping some money in when it's flat dollar cost averaging up right or no no not flat coming off the flat okay so you know, so let's say it's 311. I'm just guessing at it right now. Then it goes to 318, and now tomorrow it's 313. And then a week later it goes to 325, and then it's 317. That's a higher, high, higher low, and then I'm looking for volume. I'm looking to see the bulls. I'm looking to see the calls. I'm looking to see are people believing in this Tesla. They And this is, by the way, I can't stress enough to you, just because I'm talking about Tesla on the radio, do not go and buy it. It's an extremely aggressive stock. If it's you, an example. If you can't afford to lose money, you don't buy this. And you certainly don't buy it because you heard me on the radio. But as an example, in this hypothetical, um, you know, we're looking, I'm, like right now, it looks like Tesla's flatlining. So <clears throat> what I'm looking for is Tesla to start making higher highs and higher lows. Volume of the, of the buyers that to, to, to take control because right now the bears are in control of it. And, um, and of course, any significant legal news on it, good or bad. So <clears throat> I guess we creeped into that because uh, I had to call that client back tonight anyway. But uh, that's good strategy for anybody out there that's a stock picker. Um, because that's how you can make, make money in a market like this. You can stock pick. And what you're hoping is, is your own personal stock pick versus buying just funds mm -hmm. or UITs or exchange-traded funds. You're hoping your own stock pick, basically building your own fund. You're hoping that you know sixty to seventy percent of your own picks are going to be right versus because right now if you buy funds, you're more than likely going to lose over the next quarter. So uh, like an S and P or any yeah, fund, right? Exactly, that, that, exactly right. I, I tell you another thing that we've been doing because you and I haven't really talked uh, on. on a, but I want I want people to digest the one thing that okay. you just said there because I think it's an important thing. You know, you're, you're, I mean, you're saying based on the tea leaves that you're reading right now, mm -hmm. if you're thinking of buying into a fund or something, it's probably not a good idea to buy in because you're going to lose money. I mean, well, that's growth a, fund, yeah. in your opinion. You know what I mean? Yeah, a growth fund, right? It, it, it's the old, I mean, I don't always agree with Warren Buffett, believe it or not. A lot of people think that all investment people think that he's the guru. I really don't. I think his time has passed. Mm -hmm. I, and I could be clouded because our political beliefs are completely different. But uh, I think his way of investing is a little bit old hat. Um, because the the way the markets move now, but one thing that I'm very I agree with him 100 percent on is, is you, you buy low and you sell high, and he always says be fearful when others are greedy and be greedy when others others are fearful. Right now everybody's greedy, mm -hmm. and I'm fearful. And, and and what scares me the most is North Korea. I uh, I don't know how the market's going to react to that. I think a, a war action of some kind is imminent. 
mm-hmm. a negative action towards them, which, by the way, I'm for. I think the only way you beat a bully is to punch him straight in the face. And he's definitely a bully, that, that little midget over there. And um, I would just like to kick the you-know-what out of him. I really would just, just smash him. And the problem is, as you guys, as the listeners know, is you get our ally, North Korea, bordering up against them. And then, obviously, tensions with China and international relations. But there comes a time and place to where you put your line to sand and say, hey, listen, you either play ball right or you get your ass kicked, and that's the way it's going to go. And I think inevitable. I think Trump, the kind of president you have in there, is going to kick his ass. So. But you're saying what effect will that have in the market? <clears throat> and a lot of people believe on the up and up that they think that that's going to, you know, that's going to be a, a good downturn. <clears throat> Excuse me, just for fear alone, just from fear alone. So, um, fear and greed drive the market, not 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 what actually is. So, when your fear gauges are up, your markets are dropping. So either it's a great thing, like for instance, it might be a great thing for for um, kind of starts with an R, the people that make the Tomahawk missile, mm-hmm. Raytheon, <laughs> or McDonnell Douglas, you know, that make the warplanes, and I can go, you know, I can go on and on. It might be a great thing for those stocks. It definitely be a great thing for oil, energy stocks, but uh, the overall market might, you know, might might take a, a gasp and say, "Oh my gosh, this is this is Armageddon." So we don't know how it's going to act, but <clears throat> that's my biggest fear. The other thing is, 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 you know, an EMP bomb or a, or a electronic bomb or something, something that, not, you know, they, they, they attacked us, the, those cowards, those ISIS cowards attacked us, or Al-Qaeda, I should say, flew planes into our buildings. And, and the next time they're going to get us, it's going to be another kind of way. We don't know what that is. And you talk to anti-terrorist organizations and they say, man, if you only knew what we fend off every single day. You would never walk out of your house. <laughs> That's the truth. But one of the times, it's inevitable. People, where you know, humans are guarding humans. Human error is going to come to place. And and man, oh man, I think that's going to send. That's going to be your next bear market. Other than maybe, like I always talk about, a pension, uh, a pension crash. So uh, I'm talking, believe it or not, with a lot of anxiety, a, a lot of anxiety and a lot of fear because, you know, it, I'm in a business to where you got to perform. And when your hands and you're paralyzed, your 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 strategic values your strategy of role is paralyzed it's it stinks being messy because you want to prove yourself because strike with iron's hot if you do well clients will give you referrals if you do well clients will give you more money um and you know they get very impatient because you know they're coming to us after losing money or not getting ideas and then they're coming to us expecting those things and when we're not able to give them because the markets are at it's frustrating. I would think a client would be thankful that you don't put them in the market. And here's my $10,000. Oh, by the way, two weeks later, you now have $8,000. They should be thankful for that. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, I, I mean, this is why you're not doing it. But the picture that you're painting is one that's, uh, is, when do you think that dynamic's going to change? I mean, you know, when. You know when, what? I, it started to change two weeks ago, but it really wasn't significant. Right. So I was about a week late on my call. You're waiting uh, for it to drop down more before you get yeah, back in. Yeah, exactly. So uh, I, our last show together, our last live show together, I said that I believe the market, the top of the market was in, and I was pretty close. But since then, there hasn't been a significant drop either, so I can't say I was right either. Mm-hmm. So I will say that it's just been flatlining. And it might creep up two or three points, making what's called an order to But the move's insignificant. It's, it's insignificant, it's, and, it's in pers- and it's Dow Jones, by the way, which is only 30 stocks. So... <clears throat> You got to put a lot of things in perspective. Uh, uh, here's the big perspective for me: at the end of the year, I get called on the carpet by my clients. So did you perform or did you underperform, or did you outperform? And if you underperform, 
And it, it, no matter how good your stuff, I'm not, no matter how good you did from say, from maybe like September to December, mm-hmm. they're going to use the total value uh, and, and say total return on me and say, you know what, total return sucks. Even though you're doing great right now, you know, we maybe we don't move forward. It's just, it's just the way it goes. Um, so that's that. Well, I'm glad you brought that up. <laughs> Incidentally, I want to go back to Tesla what, real quick when you're saying it. Would the thinking be like if you if you bought Tesla and it starts to go down, like you were saying, that kind of stuff? Well, given a scenario that you were given, did you ride it down at the time or did you sell and then no, rebuy? No, I wish I could say, I, I wish I could have so, I wish I could say. I was good enough to do that, but Tesla drops in fifteen to twenty-five dollar increments. Mm-hmm. It's not like AT and T that may drop a buck and a quarter. I mean, when it drops, it drops heavily. Mm-hmm. You get into Tesla, you know what you're getting into. So, and it's a very aggressive speculative stock. So, no is the answer. That that is one of those rare stocks where I'm just looking for buying opportunity, accumulation opportunity. So you keep it, even though yeah, we keep it. Yeah. If it's like no, we have th- safeguards. I mean, if all hell hits, our, you know, stop that's losses. All, yeah, stop losses. If if you know. If, but they're catastrophic stop losses on Tesla. Right. Something catastrophic other than Tesla has to enact that stop loss, and that will be a personal stop loss. But, but, not when, the but when it gets low and starts, when it gets to the point you say, that's when you dollar cost average. Your dollar, what I'm looking, yeah, I'm looking for, buying more. what I'm looking for it to climb up from its lows before mm-hmm. a dollar cost average. I'm not, I'm not, you know, the stock. What is broker. there about that stock that you like? I, you know what? They're extremely valuable. I believe in Elon Musk's uh, brain. I think I think what he's doing is amazing. But, you know, they're coming out with a $35,000 uh, car. Mm-hmm. You know, so average Joe Schmo can afford it. So if you can afford a Cadillac, you know, one of the lower model Cadillacs or even a higher-end Malibu, you can afford a Tesla now. So he's he's kind of bringing on a Henry Ford mentality. But does he have a dealer network out there and that kind of stuff? No, no Service departments? No. I mean, don't you have to build a lot of stuff to get your car out there? You do, but I think I, I think the things that he I, if you look at uh, like Volvo, you see what other car dealerships are doing, or, or excuse me, other other, other car makers, um, or like for instance, when I flew out to California about a, five six weeks ago, or when I when I lived down in Palm Beach, there's Teslas everywhere. Really, They're everywhere. Really, everywhere. In California and Palm yeah, Beach, yeah, you might see one out of two hundred cars here at Tesla. Mm-hmm. When I say they're everywhere, they're everywhere. It's just it's it's inevitable. It's inevitable. His, his his engineering and design is better. Uh, it's the 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 world as a whole, especially the United States, is getting more energy efficient. You know his where you can charge his charge stations are going. They're rapidly growing all over the place. And his and by the way, as far as service goes, honestly, his cars are so well built. His thing is we shouldn't have to have as many service stations. And not to mention, he's doing some other things on the side that that may have you know have me a believer. Mm-hmm. Uh, Solar City. He has uh, obviously he's trying to he's trying to replace uh, electric grids with his own personal battery packs for homes. The guy's amazing. He really is. He's the he's he's the Albert Einstein of our time. He so really he's is. way ahead of the curve. Way ahead of the curve. And and uh, believe it or not, this might work against the stock, but I think it's going to work for it. He's not money driven. He he's engineering and quality driven. Uh, to where other car dealers and other excuse me other car makers are. They're trying to mass produce. They're trying to get. They're trying to get shareholder value up. All right, you know, shareholder value at all costs. They're trying to get that fine line. Uh, you know the ISO ISO certifications and, and high end um, certifications at the same time. You know, make sure our cars are, are uh, make sure our cars are going to be turned in every three four years on lease, so to speak. Talking so about, go ahead. Talking with John Arnold's here. 
And what is, uh, like, when you look at retailing today and what uh, Kmart or Sears, or you, you see that they're closing more stores oh, and this kind of stuff. Well, give me your assessment. What's going on in retailing with the well, pennies, the Sears, the Kmarts, and that kind of stuff? To, you, t- you asked me two, two years ago, why was I such a believer in Amazon? Mm-hmm. Remember that? You just asked me, what's my favorite stocks? And I always bring up Amazon. Amazon has a legal monopoly. Matter of fact, you know, something I, I appreciate they do, I, the legal show, I listen to that every time. I think what Dave and those guys are doing is excellent. Um, bottom line is, is you know, he's giving free advice. I love next time to call in or have someone talk about Amazon's legalities, antitrust lawsuits. But they, they have a legal monopoly going on. They're not just monopolizing on one particular service, one particular product. They're monopolizing on the actual service industry in itself. So, or retail industry, better word. So what's going on with them is it's it's over. It's a done deal. It's just a matter of who wants to hang around and gather a paycheck or who wants to hang around. Maybe they can live off some other things they're trying to do. But man, I I don't see, I don't see high end retail, middle retail surviving for, for more than five to eight years. I just don't. Amazon, everybody I talk to says, Go to Amazon. I go to Amazon. I go to Amazon. And I was seeing where Amazon that was going to change, uh, like clothing. Like you could order clothes, it send it to you. You can try them on. If you don't like them, send them back. I mean, oh, they're, that's, they're, they're, that's where they want to head with clothing. Well, so that will change, you know, because when it came to clothing, a lot of people wouldn't order because they didn't know if it fit or not. So they're changing the dynamics of that. Absolutely, and but, well, they're literally putting their 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 foot in the water everywhere. I mean, Whole Foods, they bought a Whole Foods. Well, I, was, uh, I, I asked you that because uh, there's a couple of things I want to ask you. I saw where um, QVC bought a home shopping network, mm-hmm. and, uh, and they, they did that to combine their forces to deal with Amazon. You know, they had a great niche for years with that stuff, and it's still a good niche on television selling stuff. Not what you need, but what you think you don't know what you need, you know, until you're watching that kind of stuff. And that's what, so they bought them out to be a contender against Amazon. That's how influential Amazon is. Uh, it's, it's unbelievable. And Walmart has changed its shipping to almost like not oh, prime to get stuff yeah, out to, to compete. compete against Amazon. So, Amazon has such a lead way. And, and, and I think but they, for years, John, it didn't make any money, right? I mean, just for, two years ago. Yeah. Two years ago. I mean, it, it didn't make anything, right? Yeah. As a matter of fact, uh, you know, we've gotten, we got into Amazon about two years ago, our clients, and Believe it or not, as good as they've done, they're probably a little bit upset at me because, hey, why didn't we get in this thing in the three or four hundred mark? You know what I'm saying? Well, honestly, it's hard to get into a pro- a company that's not profitable. You know, it's a lot of hearsay, and it, it wasn't profitable for a lot of years. No, it wasn't profitable for, until two years ago, and the profits weren't weren't great. Now they're they're getting bigger every quarter. So, my my point is is, um, and that is, you know, you you, you just never know. You never know when the levy's going to break. I have a hard time finding a weakness. So if you do a SWOT analysis on Amazon and you're looking for threats and you're looking for weaknesses to their business model, it's it's impossible to find one. I don't know what you can come up with. I really don't. Uh, the generation that you say those, there's always a need or always a person that's going to want to go to the store and um, you know see it, feel it, touch it. Yeah, that is true. Th- those people are dying off. Yeah, from what I read, I mean, mm-hmm. uh, malls are in trouble, all kinds of yeah. places. But uh, but I but I'm constantly reading where more and more of these stores that you know are closing up. Absolutely, 
and and it's as a result of e-commerce, right, and Absolutely. Amazon and that kind of stuff, and those and changing with the times. Those absolutely. Well, I, I said this before. We're in a paradigm shift for retail. We're in a paradigm shift for transportation. Do you um, foresee this having technology. like a, a change on on all fronts? You know, like will insurance agents be a thing of the past as time goes on? Is everything going to go? I think that's going to be a long ways away. But yes, same with financial advisors. <laughs> no, I'm, he being, does I'm, being, I'm being, I'm being, I'm being dead, dead serious with you. The millennials and the, and, the, and the group coming up for them when they grow up and they actually start making money and and, and have a couple of pennies to put away, you know what they're going to do is they're going to buy an algorithm robo robo bot of me. Mm-hmm. So they're going to subscribe to a robo advisor and they're going to plug in their data and they're going to say, you know, I'm this type of investor with this much risk and I want to take, I want to buy my, I want my money to work for me and I make this interest rate. And I want to take it out in 30 years. RoboAdvisor, give me the plan. And RoboAdvisor will do it based on algorithms on the computer. Analytics that I'll never be able to do as fast as it's able to do. And that's they're not worried about the relationship. Millennials are all about the bottom line. And uh, it's only going to get worse now. Right, but I mean, it seems but like... The, the, same with the insurance. Yeah, the, but the bleeding of Sears and Pennies and <clears throat> Macy's. All of them are affected by this stuff. Absolutely. I mean, and, and it's huge. We'll come back with segment two. John Arnold's here till seven. Take some calls coming up. News Radio 570 WKBN 729 I'm going to talk to him about uh, the big dive. I'm going to talk to him about Trump. I'm going to take some of your calls straight ahead on News Radio 570 WKBN. This is the Ron Verb Show on News Radio 570 WKBN. Zero eight. For your home or business, call Mazza Heating and Gerard, your factory authorized Bryant dealer. Now, the Storm Team 27 forecast. Rain will let up for some time, but there are more showers in the forecast for the evening. Around 10 p.m., expect more thunderstorms throughout the early morning. Expected temperature high of 80 degrees around 7 p.m., and then will dip down to a low of 67. Again, a high of 80 degrees with a low of 67. Currently 65. News on demand. Go to 570wkbn.com. Bad credit, no credit, special financing available at Donnell Ford. Market Street, Boardman. Securities and advisory services offered through Investicorp, member FINRA, SIPC. Information provided during the J. Arnold Wealth Management Company show is intended for informational purposes only and should not be considered advice. Please consult with your own investment advisor or tax advisor before making any investment decisions now back to the j arnold wealth management show we're talking with john arnold news radio 570 wkbn all right i got a lot to cover here just uh this is coming up i want to get ray's call on when you were talking about it this is a cool article it's been 15 months since stocks suffered a 10% drop or price correction, leaving many to wonder, when is the next big dive? <laughs> which is what you're saying. Exactly. Which is what, and that's USA Today Money, yeah. I mean, and, and that's what you're trying to do by what you're monitoring is what I'm saying. And, and, <clears throat> and here's the strange part. You, you don't necessarily fear the next big dive. I because, think I want it. Yeah, that's, that's what I was trying to get to based on what you said. Mm-hmm. Well... Uh, I just don't, you know, here's what it comes down to. It sounds so salesy, and I God, I hate sales guys in our, our business. I just want to treat up my client's money exactly if it's mine. What would I, if I had $300,000 to put in the market right now, mm-hmm. put it in initially, not, not what's already invested. I'm talking about initially, I got a little pot of gold. Would I invest my money into any of the indexes right now? And that answer is no, I mm-hmm. wouldn't. So why would You'd I sit do on the sidelines with your money? my client's money? So, um, so anyway, I'm glad U.S. Today has brought that up, but 
You've been asking that for a while. Yeah, I just, and here's the thing. I'm not looking for a 20% correction. I'm looking for that 4 or 5% pullback. That's all I'm looking for. But do you see, uh, if you were a guessing man, and I, I hate to put you on the spot. No, I'm not putting you on the spot. Like any that. time frame of that? Yeah, I, I think you I think you started it two weeks ago. I not you. I think the market started their the mini four or five percent slide two weeks ago. If you look at the chart on the Dow Jones and in the SP and the, and the Nasdaq, they're slowly trickling down. They're doing lower lows, lower highs. The problem is the increments are so little that it's it's death by a thousand, a million cuts. There's nothing. It takes forever. It's nothing significant going on. But it what will happen is you'll have. Like the last time in March, well, this happened in March to where it was like two straight weeks of just dive, 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 dive. And it brought us down 1,100 points on the Dow Jones. And that was a great time to get in. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm looking for. I'm not looking for Armageddon. I'm, looking, I'm not looking for Blue. Well, they're, they're asking about I'm looking you, for a buy-in. You're looking at a 5% dive. They want a 10% yeah, one in here. Yeah, I know. I know. But that, right. that's, that's, a, that's news talk. Let me get to uh, Ray. Uh, Ray, you're on with John. Thanks for calling, Ray. Hey John, I wanted to ask you: Are you are you do you have any any real fear this year, or extra fear or extra caution? I should say uh, ahead of the big golf tournament or the golf day. Ah, oh, oh, I know what he's alluding to. No, you know what? Here, here's what I did. The, and this is going to turn into a long story, so I'll try to keep it short. I'm actually taking. Uh, I moved my my golf tournament. So I had this golf tournament at Tippy Canoe Country Club to turn in for your clients. Really crazy, you know, like 250 people. All right, so and it just came to a point where Tippy couldn't hold the golfers, and we and the ballroom couldn't hold the dinner. It, it just too much, and unfortunately, I you know everybody wants to golf, and there's only 100 and there's only I want to say 56 or 60 golf carts there. Okay, so after the golf carts are taken, I you know I, the, the clients want me to you know crap out a golf cart, which I can't, you know, I'm mm-hmm. at the mercy of the of Tippy Canoe. So what I did what I did this year is we're doing four foursomes various Fridays throughout throughout the month, either or throughout the summer, either Tippy or Lake Club. And and ironically we just sent out that calendar. Um so no, no I, that's funny because the reason why well, it's like a shotgun why this, start? Here's why no no this is why his question is so eerie and significant. Two of the past five times I've had my golf tournament it was the worst day of the market that year. I'm talking like a minus 800 crash. Am I right, Ray? That's right. I remember a year ago. <laughs> so what? He wants to know when your tournament is. He wants to know. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully the various ones that I'm doing uh, don't turn out to be, uh, you know, don't turn out to be, you know, five or eight Armageddon's. But yeah, that's a, it. Was and here's the thing. So I'm lined up to golf, and I suck so bad. I don't enjoy golf, but I'm lined up to golf. And here I am. I put this. I'm putting the suit back on, and people are like, "Where are you going?" You know, market's falling apart. I got to go back. I got to go back to the desk. I can't golf with you guys. Twice that's happened in past five in the past five years. I mean, really bad. The flash crash is one of them. Uh, we, we, where the market supposedly um, tripped itself electronically, and it was all fake fake downs, which I'll never believe, by the way. Uh, and then obviously it was last year's or two years ago. But um, Ray, I haven't, we haven't heard from you in a while. What's up? Well, the real question is, you know, the market <laughs> has seemed to be really, really uh, patient with the with the Trump trade. 
How long do you think that's going to last? Do you have any fears on that or any ideas on that as far <laughs> no, as if I, they don't get anything done with the health care, if they don't get anything done? The market expect is expecting something done with the tax program, the trade program, and uh, the health care program, and not, none of those are seeing to get getting done or don't even get close. This guy is getting a lot of resistance. I don't, but here's, here's why I don't fear that, all right? Uh, we have... Very low unemployment. Uh, underemployment's really not being talked about uh, as far as people do, you know, making 15 bucks an hour. They used to make 33. Oh, wait a minute. Hang on. I was just, I did a program earlier this week. I heard. Or, or last week. Can I ask you, uh, hang on, Ray. The, what, the point of that article was that, uh, frankly, we all have a labor shortage in the country as a whole. Do you remember when you would say to me, I can't get caught up in you know just where I live. That right. you were talking about the building right. going on in Chicago, and you were talking about it we were in, in Florida. Houston and, yeah, yeah. yeah. Was, Remember that? Yep, yep. And uh, and so I'm reading this article, and it reminded me of that where it said basically there's a labor shortage, and it's there are companies that are having a hard time filling jobs in a large part of this country that pay decent thing for. People who can pass a drug test have some degree of work ethic and a skill, you know, that they mm-hmm. can that they can do. I mean, do you agree with that scenario? Employment wise, they say things are going pretty good. They are. The the which skew, which skews what I was saying there is when you talked about this the other day in one of your programs. So I learned about something very significant from Doctor Sri Kumar about the mirage of underemployment. Right. So when the data comes out that you know we got four point four percent unemployment. That looks good on the cover of the paper, but if you have 45% of the people making 15 bucks an hour or less that used to make 30 bucks an hour or more, that you know they're counting that in the equation, and I think you know I think that's still a big negative. Um, but so, well, how that relates to raise the question directly is why I don't think that this, the tax reform thing being halted is going to hurt the market the, or the health care anything that's stalled. I, yeah. I think I really just don't think it is. It's going to significantly directly affect the market. I think what's going to affect the, affect the, the market is um, obviously true unemployment or the employment numbers. So to answer your question, I'm not a big. I, I I have no fear. I have no fear on that. I do have I do have a fear of like I said an ISIS attack or or war action against North Korea. Other than that, I, I don't really have a fear on that. I really don't. And we're due by the way. So we're two years past. We're two years past that seven year mark on a bull market. So for people who don't know what I'm talking about is there's only been two bear there's only been two bull markets that have lasted longer than 7 years in the history of the United States stock market and we are in going on year 10 which is uh crazy. So uh here's that's one not. here's one for you John. It says and while averages don't always have the greatest predict, uh predictive power stocks for example enjoyed a corrective free period of nearly three and a half years from 2002 to 2007's bull market. Correct. I mean, and then you look what happened in 08. It was Armageddon. Well, I didn't want to bring that up. <laughs> yeah, but here's my point. We're setting up for that, but we got to make money in the meantime. So we, we, I don't want to take too much time away from Ray and what he had to talk about. Ray, did that answer your question at all? Yeah, I just wanted to know if you thought investors were going to get uh, – Use the uh, you know the political thing that nothing's happening as one of their reasons to dump you know dump the market <laughs> you know and start that. Go ahead. That, so I uh, think that's a damn good question, talk. right? I he really always, do. He always has great questions. Um, 
No, no is my answer. That's why I stand firm on it. Um, I could obviously well, but, be wrong. But what about the Trump effect on the market? When you say no, hang on, I'm going to give him a hard time. When you say no to that, you know, you said there was a Trump effect with him and tax reform and health care. But if he's not getting this stuff done, does, some, does it have no effect on the market or is the market patient? Market's I, I mean, patient. how do you see that? Both. I don't think it has an effect on the market and the market's patient. I think if people are, are, are employed and big money is is turning better quarterly reports, Burning better earnings per share, I think the market goes up. End of story. I do. And they are. So they even are. if they continue stalling this stuff, you don't yeah, see well, it having it. a big effect. You don't, you don't see buildings slowing down, right, because the health reform isn't going through. <laughs> or the or the tax reform, I should say. You don't see it stopping. Do you see it no. stopping? No. 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 So I'm a realist. And, and here's i got to be totally unbiased politically. Most people listening to the show that know that I lean very, very right as far as fiscal goes. But I always used to say this on the radio. I don't think Barack Obama was to take credit for the great uh, bull market, and I don't think that Donald Trump either. I don't think the market really cares directly who the, who the president is, and I don't think that they wait around for policies to change regarding presidential administration. I think what they care about is, are the companies that make up the SP 500 making better earnings per share? And I think that's what it comes down to. Are they able to pay their bills every month? Uh, and, and if the volume of buyers is more than the volume of, of sellers, you're going to have more of an up market. Now, are we setting up for a time bomb? Absolutely. You know, and, and, and we'll see what happens from there. Because in this article, it says if the Fed raises interest rates too high, that could have an effect to bring on what you're talking about. If uh, corporate earnings uh, you know, aren't as good, that could have an effect as far as the down market goes. And they even talk a little bit about the administration continues to be stalled year after year. That could have an effect. Well, another thing that I look at is the real estate side of things. The real estate side of things got some bad news, but for positive reasons. There's a shortage There's of There's a shortage stuff. of inventory. Well, isn't that a good people sign? Aren't, people aren't, uh, you know, people aren't scared of not, you know, I guess, what I'm, let me let me reverse this out, okay? Even locally, there's a yeah, shortage. Yeah, there's a local shortage in, in the nicer areas around right. here that they want nice houses at fair prices, and there's none to be had. Right. And and if you're jobless or if your paycheck's hurting, guess what? You ain't buying a house. You ain't buying a nice house in a nice area. So that tells you a lot. All right, Ray, did he answer it or do, or not? He did, and I hope he has a good day well, on his golf day. Thank See you ya. so much, Ray. <laughs> it's like, uh, I love Ray in the sense of what day is your outing so I know when the market's going to drop. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's well, crazy. You know, he, he knew there that. is a pattern to it. There is, is, man. Oh, God. <laughs> Let me tell you something. That day, the flash crash, I, I was at Salem Golf Club. I looked at my phone, and I'm giving my, my opening speech, you know, thanks for coming to the outing, et cetera, et cetera. Now, and these are your double, clients, yeah, right? Yeah, I, I did a double take, because it was right after breakfast was over. I did a double take, minus 650 open, Then I looked at another one, minus 700. Well, you're saying good morning? Yeah. I'm like, oh, my God, this something's going on. And, and I wasn't able to really touch base on the news or the features because I'm preparing for this outing. It's it's a huge outing. And, uh, and I... And I was like, oh, my gosh. And then, sure enough, like two years ago, the same exact thing happened. Minus 650. You know what's so cool about the golfers, though? They're so enthralled with the, the damn golf and the nice day. They shrugged their shoulders. They basically could care less. So, yeah, but, but you yeah. left. Oh, yeah. I had to. You know, and yeah, so then you went right back to the office to mm-hmm. see what was going on, and, I right? Did, I did. And that kind of but stuff. But you know what I do now? Yeah, these are all your clients I set up shop that are out there. The, I shut up shop at one of the dinner tables at the club. I put my laptop on there and maybe my iPad so I can watch the, the ticker. 
and and I and I just work. I work. I work the system. I work our, our systems from that. Vitally important, and I mean vitally important, and that's estate planning. Yes. So one of the things I I I, I think I I can't say I, I hate using the term expert, but I I'm really good at estate planning, <laughs> and, and and I got to give credit to the guys that taught me it. Believe it or not, MetLife and New York Life. Mm-hmm. Whereas where I started my career, they taught me everything about estate planning because that's they're life insurance companies. That's where they make their real money. And now I got Alice on life insurance because I hated selling it. It's you can only prove yourself on catastrophic consequences, right, or events. It sucked. Plus, you call somebody up, and say, "Hey, I got this life insurance policy," and you call the other person, "Yeah, I got this idea called Tesla." They're going to take the phone call for Tesla every time. So I got out of the life insurance way. But one of the things I really enjoy is prever- pre- preserving estates. So I'm going through this a lot. I'm going through this a lot now with clients, uh, kids, uh, potential deaths. You know, the clients are getting up there in age to where they know the death's inevitable and they want to set their estates up. So I have this policy, and I'm being a little bit of a salesman here, but it's something that I I'm very excited about through Pacific Life. That it's a long-term care policy, a life insurance policy, and a savings account all in one. So one of the reasons why I hate selling insurance is because the life insurance company always wins, no matter what. This particular policy, the client always wins. So let me describe. So the so this policy, you get five to seven times the amount of your what you put into it as far as a long term care death benefit or a long term care benefit. So let's say over the course of time you put in say a hundred grand. Well, Pacific Life's and this is an estimated. It's going to give you five hundred thousand dollars worth of long term care benefit. All right. So you don't have to Medicaid spend down. You put in a hundred grand into what the life insurance yeah. part of it. Okay. No, no, no. The, the long term long term care part of it. <laughs> so let's. So everybody's biggest fear right now is Medicaid taking their their estates, right? Right. Are getting sick spend and downs. right. Yeah. Right. Now, explain this. So I'm not. I'm not getting you. you when you give you a hundred thousand, what is that like a savings account type thing? Or yeah. What? So here's the cool thing. Well, the reason why, including moi, hates long term care. Is the insurance companies own it? They get to raise the price when they want. Oh, the monthly charge right. of it—it's ridiculous, and, the, and, the, and, the, and, the, and it's outrageous. But you can't blame <laughs> them because one out of two people will use this thing. Okay, so all of a sudden now you have like two or three providers left on the street providing long-term care. In comes Pacific Life that says this: if you don't use it, we're going to give you all your money back on demand. On demand, put in a hundred grand. You want your hundred grand back seven years from now? Whatever. Here you go. Here's back. Now, here's the catch. No interest on it, but I don't give a damn. At least I got my money back. Mm-hmm. Secondly, okay, let's say you don't know enough and you die with it, but you don't use it, all right? Say you're just healthy enough to stay out of the nursing home, all right, but you kind of got dementia, you die with dementia, you die with this money. They give your beneficiaries, which you started with, plus 4 or 5% return on the money, period. 4 or 5% yeah. like out in a bank. Yeah, and here's, here's they pay it out as a death benefit. No so taxes. So it's completely tax-free. Okay. All right. I'm like this is good so far. And then the and then they'll, they'll immediately give you life insurance. So let's say you die. All right. Let's oh, oh, I I so basically I discovered it. Let's say you die. All right. I get to hand off your your kids death benefit money. Your hundred thousand yeah, times four or five percent over yeah, seven yeah. years, right? No, whenever. Mm-hmm. You, there's no time period. You twenty thirty years. So it saves me from having that awful conversation with the client to say, you know, go see. XYZ life insurance agent because I don't want to sell long term care insurance or life insurance. I hate it. So I actually feel like I'm doing something for now. So here's what I'll do I'll partner up with an attorney. An attorney will build me an irrevocable life insurance trust or just an irrevocable trust. We'll have it own it. We'll have it own this policy. 
and 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 obviously we'll we'll, we'll skip. And can you add to it as time goes on? Absolutely. And what happens if let's use your example: a hundred thousands in there, and you do need to exercise. Now, does the long term care? How does that work then? Basically, you call me up. Hey, we lost uh, what's called two ADLs. We submit the we submit the claim to Pacific Life. They coordinate with the they coordinate with the long term care facility. Bill starts getting paid. So and so your hundred thousand is now half a million. Exactly. I'm using hypothetical. Numbers, well, I understand okay, that, but I, I mean, mean yeah. th- th- then when they're paying out the seven thousand a month, will they eventually pay out your initial hundred thousand too? What do you mean? Explain. Um, yeah. Okay. You put in a hundred because this is something that's uh, this is something very interesting. You like this, oh, don't I, you? I love it because I finally uh, can do something okay. so, real on this side. I, here, I give you a hundred thousand. You buy this policy, and uh, I end up needing it. Okay. I go to the nursing home at seven thousand a month, but I have now five hundred thousand. Do I lose my hundred thousand eventually? They well, pay eventually because you know I'm I'm going to assume doing the numbers it's going to be first in first out. Okay, paying the so seven thousand. So let's say let's say you've depleted your own hundred grand, mm-hmm. but you still got four hundred grand of the the life of their money. Yeah, exactly. And at some point it runs out. Exactly. It's based on point. how much you put. So in. what you're trying to do is buy time, right? So uh, hopefully I'm successful enough where I hand over my kids, you know, a lot of money. All I right? don't count on it. Maybe not. <laughs> let's say let's say that I'm, let, let's call the verb estate. Okay. But and all serious, let's say I'm able to hand off money to the kids. Right. All right. So. If I go into a nursing home and my wife dies, all right, it's they're, Medicaid's not going to pay one dollar. They're going to come after my estate first. Correct, right? Down Everything to you have, every and believe me when I tell you, they're as ruthless as the day is long about it. Right. So all these years, all this hard work, all this frustration of building this investment Correct. firm, and, and all these assets we accumulate are going to go to the you know what the crapper because I didn't properly plan the estate. Correct. All right. Well. One of the ways to, to properly plan the state without a Medicaid spend down is use one of these tools. This is it. This is finally one of the tools I finally believe in. I I half believed in long term care insurance and I half didn't. I half didn't because of the cost is so crazy. Oh, per month. Four five hundred a month. Yeah. Not to mention if I didn't use it, here's the key. It, it was really the You lost key. it. The nail in the coffin for me was this. I don't use it, money's gone. Right. You know, that's crap. That's crap. Income specific life, two year old company, mutually owned company. Dyna- I mean, r- ridiculously financially strong, says, here's what we're going to do. We're going to use our, our muscles, so to speak. We're going to create this policy that really nobody else can do financially, and we're just going to blow everybody out of the water, and we're going to do a win-win. We get to keep some of your money, uh, and so you want to take it back. We pay you back interest-free if you want, or you can die with it. We'll pay a little bit of interest on it, plus the principal. All right, and so here's this benefit for long-term care. You put in, uh, and uh, have you... Uh, Address this with clients yet? Oh, we've already done some. As a matter, the only like complaint kind, I have in here's general, the only complaint in general. They think it's too good to be true. What kind of money do people put in? Couple hundred thousand, hundred thousand? No, you know what? We're you know we live in a, a, a you know income wise. We don't have people that can just park two three hundred thousand dollars into a long term care program. So what they'll do is they'll do maybe five seven grand a year. All right. And by the way, just so people don't think I'm trying to sell some commissions on this product are so lean because it's so beneficial to the client. So I'm not doing this for my pocket. Well, no, this is big news because you don't yeah. like this stuff. Yeah, I hate this stuff. So <laughs> I'm not doing this at all for my benefit. But this is a true benefit to my clients because I'm independent. I can offer this. And I can help with a good attorney. And I have a good one. Good ones, I should say. Uh, I can really uh, help the client out 
inexpensively protect their estate. I love it. So if I do a decent enough job building their all their this net worth, and they don't end up using it, we give it to their kids, and I didn't protect it on the way out. How good of how good am I? Well, you want knowing to get that a, I could have. You want to get a hundred grand in there at least. No, you want to get whatever you can. In I there. mean, because yeah. in time, you so know. for Jen and I, you we know, I'm forty one. She's thirty six. Relatively healthy. It's like five grand a month, or excuse me, five grand a year. So by the time I probably need it, which is sixty five seventy, there'll be a lot of money in there. Mm-hmm. There'll be a lot of money in there. I have a nice. And dollar. if you never, and, and if at any point you want out of it, they give you your money give back. You money, no questions asked. So Here's you say I, I don't want this, and they give you all the money no you put hurdles, in back. No hurdles. No jump through hoops. No ands ifs. But with no interest. No, no interest. That's the key. But they refund your money. They refund. Your and money. if you don't, and if you don't ever use it, and you die at home. Then they'll give you beneficiaries that amount of money with t- four or five percent interest. Yep. All right. Tax free. Because now it's classified into that, <laughs> no that do you like life it? insurance. Yeah. So, so are you doing it for yourself? I'm doing it for myself. All Jennifer right. and I. Um now do you need two policies for Jennifer and you or is yes, it one? Yes. Oh, so there yeah. so husband and wife yeah. need two. Yeah. Okay. Or you can do you can do a joint. You can do a joint, but it, it came out to be better because Jennifer's health's better, it came out to be uh, but more beneficial than for her to have her own policy. It came out to be almost the same math. But my my, my point is, is you can. But should just marry a younger guy. She should. <laughs> she should. We have to find that guy. Hey, uh, no, you're doing some seminars. Yeah, that, that's important. So I, I like to call them workshops. I accidentally call them seminars, but I like to call them workshops because they're they're per, they're they're hundred percent educational. On and what? What's the topic? The topic is I'm building a recession resistant fund. Very boring. Designed to get you five and a half, six percent, period. It's a private equity fund I'm building, but I, I don't want to let the cat out of the bag too much. But no upfront commissions, fee based, not mark market volatility. Put a big exclamation point on that on this verbally, verb. Not an annuity. Let me repeat, not an annuity. Not going to tie your money up for long periods of time. And it's not guaranteed, but it's but it's as sure as of a bet as you can get without being a stock market and without uh, obviously being in an annuity. Well, or life when's insurance. this uh, workshop? Well, I'm 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 going to be running a, an ad with you guys and uh, five seventy. Well, some other wait, stuff. wait uh, hopefully we're on next Monday or even if a, a well, short one. Dates. I have some dates. No, here's what we're gonna we're gonna cover starting. Uh, first of all, on our next program, we're going to start with this specific life, uh, life thing. I, this I can, is I a do, game changer. Let me tell you something. I'll do an entire July and August program just on this particular product alone. I'll bring attorneys on. I'm so excited about this. I finally got something that makes sense for our clients. Uh, specific, I'll right. even get one of the vice presidents of Pacific Lights. Going Forget him. I, I, all I need is you and your attorney. Oh, look at you. I don't, right. don't want to hear this. No, no, no. I, I, get I get it. I really do. I, I like mean, you that. got an estate, of plan, yeah. estate planning I attorney. You know I what do. I mean? We'll get on. We'll talk about the benefits of, uh, of, of revocable living trust, irrevocable living trust, charitable remaining trust, uh, general trust, the whole, the whole kit and caboodle. How we can piggyback or bookend this with a policy that's going to protect you, live, die. Uh, well, let's figure out on uh, when our next hour show is, and let's have that. All right, let's do it. Let's do it. And then, All right. and then, and and then, then we'll, we'll have get some workshops on this particular program. Some in time. Order. Yeah, they're coming in August. They're coming in August. Okay, so right. we got some time. They're coming. So this is the this is the, the red herring, so to speak. <laughs> that, that, that's a stock market term. So. Well, nice to see you, stranger. How see do we get you? a hold of you? 330-965-9890. Free consultations. Check us out on our Facebook page. Like us. And uh, you can check us out at jewealth.net.
phone number again, 330-965-989.